Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. A civil rights firestorm erupts around a looming surveillance power grab. Dozens of advocacy groups are pressuring the U.S. Congress to abandon plans to ram through the renewal of a controversial surveillance program that they say poses an alarming threat to civilian rights. By Del Cameron. United States lawmakers are receiving a flood of warnings from across civil society not to bend to the efforts of some members of Congress aimed at derailing a highly sought debate over the future of a powerful but polarizing U.S. surveillance program. House and Senate party leaders are preparing to unveil legislation on Wednesday directing the spending priorities of the U.S. military and its $831 billion budget next year. Rumors, meanwhile, have been circulating on Capitol Hill about plans reportedly hatched by House Speaker Mike Johnson to amend the bill in an effort to extend Section 702, a sweeping surveillance program drawing fire from a large contingent of Democratic and Republican lawmakers favoring privacy reforms. Wired first reported on the rumors on Monday, citing senior congressional aides familiar with ongoing negotiations over the bill the National Defense Authorization Act, NDAA, separate versions of which were passed by the House and Senate this summer. More than 80 civil rights and grassroots organizations, including Asian Americans Advancing Justice, Color of Change, Muslims for Just Futures, Stop AAPI Hate, and United We Dream, signed a statement this morning opposing any efforts to extend the 702 program using the NDAA. The statement expected to hit the inboxes of all 535 members of Congress this afternoon says that failure to reform contentious aspects of the program, such as federal agents' ability to warrantless access Americans' communications, poses an alarming threat to civil liberty, and that any attempt to use must-pass legislation to extend the program would sell out the communities that have been most often wrongfully targeted by these agencies and warrantless spying powers generally. 
As you're aware, this extremely controversial warrantless surveillance authority is set to expire at the end of the year, but will continue to operate as it does currently until April, as government officials have recognized for many years, the group say. Johnson and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer did not respond to Wired's request for comment. Leadership of the House and Senate Armed Services Committees likewise did not respond. Section 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act authorizes the U.S. government, namely the U.S. National Security Agency, to surveil the communications of foreign citizens believed to be overseas. Oftentimes these communications, texts, calls, emails, and other web traffic, incidentally involve Americans, whom the government is forbidden from directly targeting. Certain methods of interception, those that tap directly into the Internet's backbone, may make it impossible to fully disentangle foreign communications from domestic ones. Though a probable cause warrant is usually required before U.S. law enforcement can obtain the content of an American's calls, the courts view Section 702 surveillance, accomplished with the compelled assistance of U.S. telecoms, as a two-step process, applying constitutional safeguards to each step individually. The collection or seizure only targets foreigners and is thus legal. Once communications are in the government's possession, however, federal agents are free to query or search them under procedures approved by the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court, an 11-judge panel whose proceedings are classified and deliberated ex parte. These procedures are ostensibly designed to minimize the program's impact on Americans' rights. The incidental or collateral collection of Americans' communications is intensely controversial, due in part to procedures, namely those of the Federal Bureau of Investigation, or FBI, that allow federal agents to conduct warrantless, after-the-fact queries of Section 702 data for investigations of a purely domestic nature. The conservative and libertarian nonprofit FreedomWorks, which has supported privacy reforms in an array of surveillance debates at the federal, state, and local levels, said Tuesday that it intends to issue a key vote against the NDAA in the event a Section 702 amendment is included in the bill. Key votes are a FreedomWorks scoring tool that track controversial votes by conservative lawmakers, effectively a bad mark that may be used against them in future elections. The American Civil Liberties Union says likewise that it intends to score the vote using its own similar process, which tags progressives with votes the group deems at odds with the Bill of Rights. To use the NDAA to reauthorize a mass spying program that has been so flagrantly abused without going through the full legislative process and robust debate betrays the public's trust, says Kia Hamadanchi, senior policy counsel at ACLU. Added Frameworks President Adam Brandon, This is the time for robust debate over these issues, not maneuvers by congressional leadership to undermine Americans' privacy. FISA reauthorization should not be in the NDAA, period. A single uniform bill approved by both chambers is needed before the NDAA can be sent to the president for his signature. A conference of dozens of lawmakers, drawn in large part from the Armed Services Committees, is expected to receive a copy of the bill on Wednesday, their first opportunity to review the consolidated text, and will have until the close of business to approve the language. From there, the NDAA is subjected to different sets of rules for each chamber. In the Senate, it will either be ushered directly to the floor for a vote or may require three-fifths of the body to formally end debate on the NDAA. In the House, the bill may be subjected to a rule issued by the House Rules Committee, which is typically designed to promote the goals of party leaders, waiving points of order or limiting floor debate. 
The bill may also be considered under suspension, however, which is an expedited process that prohibits floor amendments and requires a two-thirds majority. Senior Democratic and Republican sources say the House is expected to bypass the Rules Committee, meaning there will be no opportunity to strike down any amendments that could extend the 702 program, which is itself not typically included as part of the NDAA. A senior Republican aide tells Wired the odds of Johnson proceeding with a plan to extend the 702 program using the NDAA have grown slim over the past few days, as it's become increasingly clear the Speaker would face significant backlash from rank-and-file members of his own party, as well as more powerful figures such as Jim Jordan, the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, and Matt Gates, one of a handful of lawmakers to whom Johnson effectively owes his new position. A senior aide to Jordan tells Wired that the chairman would not support extending the Section 702 program without significant reforms, in particular, a ban against the FBI accessing 702 data on Americans without a warrant. The House and Senate Intelligence Committees on Tuesday introduced their own legislation to reauthorize the 702 program through 2035, requiring warrants during FBI investigations in criminal cases that fall outside the broadly defined national security umbrella. A high-ranking source familiar with the White House's view on the 702 program told Wired on Monday that the White House was open to supporting this reform. Civil liberties groups, however, say requiring the FBI to obtain warrants for purely criminal matters does not go far enough and would not impact a majority of cases in which 702 data is accessed. What's more, the argument goes, in matters of national security, the FBI should already be well prepared to show probable cause in court. Thanks for listening to Wired. My name is Zeke Robison, and for more stories just like this one, visit us at Wired.com. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more security news at Wired.com security. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.